another episode of the Good Advice Podcast. You're tuning in to another episode where we're going to talk a little shop today, talk a little business today. We're going to talk a little AI today. I feel like I should have had this episode generated by AI, but it's just me. We get just myself on this episode today, and we're going to be talking about AI today. I guess you could also say this is the episode that is... Um, volume two of our conversation on chat GPT. Uh, my first episode got some funny reactions to it. Uh, we're going to be talking more about chat GPT today and AI in general, and more importantly, how should you be using these things for your business? All of that is on today's episode, but before we dive in, naturally, we got to tell you about one of the amazing businesses that we love on this podcast. We'll be back right back with you shortly. See you soon. You know that feeling at 10 o'clock at night when you finished a long day of work and you're trying to figure out all the financials of your business? Well, the good news is you don't have to be an expert in this space. You got to just know who is the expert to call. That person is Steve Lay with Equity Business Solutions, and he does business bookkeeping services better than anyone else I know. By not only helping you manage your books, he can also be the expert to help you understand your books. On top of that, he also handles payroll for businesses and really takes the worry and stress of managing all of these things so that you can focus on running your business well. So what are you waiting for? Stop wasting time trying to understand all these elements of your business. Call Steve Lay at Equity Business Solutions and he'll show you the value beyond the numbers. Go to EquityBusinessSolutionsLLC.com to find out more. So there are a couple of things that have been happening that got me thinking about this conversation. Uh, I will say that several months ago, uh, several months, maybe several weeks, I've, I kind of lose track of our episodes, but I put out an episode earlier this year that said something like, I think it was called, Is Chat GPT Good for Business? And I put this out because the main catalyst that I was seeing or I was engaging with was people who were using ChatGPT to create their content. And this has always been something that's been fairly countercultural to the way that I do business. Uh, the way my approach to business has always been around be human, be yourself, be a real person. And you'll be surprised how people resonate with that. Uh, the way this plays out often in like business conversations is if you're already sending a customer a letter in the mail, why not take an extra five seconds to write a note on there? You know, as opposed to printing out the pre-made thank you cards, why not go ahead and, and write a card? right? See, a lot of times though, we don't do these things because we're lazy. We don't want to. It does take more time and effort. I don't really do this anymore, but back in the day, whenever I'd have a guest on the podcast, they would get a handwritten letter from me where I would actually, you know, it wasn't like, thanks for coming on the show, Blake. It was, uh, Hey, Kristen, thanks for being on the show and talking about your book. I think I really resonated with this one line that you said, um, you're always welcome back, Blake. So I'd send these cards in it and it would be really, it'd be a pain sometimes. I mean, I remember some of the people who had on the podcast weren't in the States and I had to figure out, I had never sent a letter. Am I a total millennial here? I had never sent a letter outside of the United States. So I had to figure out like 
how much postage do I need and things like that. But I've just found that doing these things intentionally, it sets you so much more apart from your competition. And I've also, frankly, I mean, at the end of the day, you want to be the best option. You want to deliver on what you say you will. But to be totally honest, you don't have to be the best. You just have to be willing to put in the work to differentiate yourself from your from your competitors. And I think that differentiating point isn't always um, literally different. I think sometimes the experience that people have uh, in working with you, uh, it can be totally different when you just take those extra steps. So that brings me to our conversation on chat GPT today. So I put this piece of content out several weeks ago because people were writing their social media posts with ChatGPT. Um, and I want to, I kind of want to revisit that conversation and I want to talk about why am I talking about this today? And ultimately, should you be using these AI tools for your business? You know, if you're running a small business, should you be using AI? Now, if you have literally five minutes to listen to a podcast and you're never going to listen to this again, my short answer is yes, you should be using AI. Uh, in the same way that when I talk to people about, hey, should I use an automated calendar service? I say, yeah, you should. Like, why would you book all these things manually? You should be using something automatic. Uh, when someone buys from you, should they get an automated email that says, thanks for purchasing from us? The answer is yes, they should. However, these things don't exclude the human side of how we do business. And I think that is what people are missing. So several weeks ago, put out this episode, should you use ChatGPT? And I basically, I complained about, like I said, people creating content and all these things. Well, someone, a fellow business owner rightfully pointed out, Blake, you're missing it. Like you're being too harsh to ChatGPT. And I think that's fair. I think that is fair. Because uh, since then, I started digging in on ChatGPT and frankly, realizing some really cool stuff that it could do, I was like, wow, um, if I'm a business owner, I'm both excited and maybe a little nervous. Like I just, for example, I discovered this whole niche of like website creation through AI. And if I'm a web developer, I'm maybe a little bit nervous about that. Uh, there's a popular service called Midjourney that creates art for you. If I am an artist, I may be a little bit nervous with that. Nervous maybe isn't a strong word. I don't think these things will ever like eclipse um, what, what we offer ultimately. But what I will say is it does give you one additional thing to compete against. Great example here would be like Fiverr. It's no different already that if I need a new website, I could pay someone $5,000 or I could go to Fiverr and get it done for 200 bucks. Now, let's be honest and realistic. Before any web developers call me angrily, um, I am on your side. I would tell a customer 10 times over if they were buying a website, I would say, hey, you get what you pay for. If you're going to do Fiverr, you should be expecting to get a $200 website. But my point is, as a business owner, if you are a web developer, you now have one added nuance of, when people ask, what do I get from you versus Fiverr, what do I say to that? The same thing's not untrue about ChatGPT. Now, interestingly enough, as a little segue or side conversation, Stanford published an article 
just this past week, a study that basically talked about how ChatGPT has gotten dumber over the last few months. Now, a lot of people jumped on ChatGPT because some of the things it was accomplishing was pretty incredible, but apparently, and I don't know the nuance of this exactly, but apparently OpenAI has both reduced the processing power of it, which is getting us dumber answers, as well as AI in general is learning from us as human beings. And there's something to be said about the collective stupidity of people. And as it's consuming our own stupidity, it's ironically being made dumber. But as a test, I went ahead and I took a, I was putting up a blog post this um, past week. And I like to think that I'm a decent writer. Um, I have a long writing background, so it's actually, I enjoy writing. It's very easy for me to write. Well, I wrote this blog post and I thought, I wonder what ChatGPT would say about this. So I put it in ChatGPT. I already knew it didn't have any errors in it, but I asked ChatGPT, hey, let me know if there's any grammatical errors in it. Well, ChatGPT gave me a list of like 20 things that was like, hey, you misspelled this. You should change it to, to the correct word, this. And I was looking at the original blog post and I was like, no, I didn't. And this got me on a rabbit trail of other examples. I saw another example on social media where the person said um, they tested ChatGPT and they said, hey, count how many words are in this sentence. And the sentence they provided had 11 words. Well, ChatGPT said uh, it has 10 words. And the person said, no, it has 11 words. And ChatGPT said, I'm sorry, it doesn't. It has 10 words. And then it listed the words. And then the, the, the list even had number 11 word on it. And the person said, but it clearly has 11 because you even just did a list of 11. And then ChatGPT like broke and was like, I'm sorry, I can no longer provide help in this, in this area or what have you. So I just think it's kind of funny that this thing that some people were hailing as like the boon for small businesses it's showing a little cracks. It's showing a little, um, you know, and again, now the people who love ChatGPT are going to be emailing me like, you know, you're so anti-ChatGPT. Let me get, let me get to the point of what I'm talking about today. Cause I, I promise I'm actually not, I, I, I said in the, in the first few minutes, I said, should you be using AI? My answer is yes. However, I think the point that I'm getting at is there will never be a silver bullet to how you run your business. Running a business is hard. It takes attention. I think anything in life worth doing, that those things are true. Being married successfully, as in, as in a marriage that is sustainable and continues. Parenting, um, you know, uh, I mean, those are the two that come to mind, honestly. But these are things that they take a lot of work. They're not intrinsically e easy. And as, as wild as my three-year-old is, there is no parenting book, although there are tons out there that are amazing, there is no singular parenting book that is a silver bullet that will forever solve all your problems. Um, it reminds me, so I'm a Christian, it reminds me of uh, my wife was at a wedding and, um, you know, it's like your typical pastor gives like the the whole like, um, if you're not from the South, you may not get this, but um, the pastor gives like the typical like, if you keep God the center of your marriage, I like, keep God the center. Well, this pastor goes, um, and like I said, my wife and I are both Christian. Uh, well, the pastor goes to this couple getting married. Hey, if you keep Jesus the center of your marriage, you will never have any problems. And my wife was like, 
that is not true. <laughs> like that's not true. It's there's there there's simply no silver bullet to having a happy, successful marriage. Um, and I think my friend Gretchen, um, who runs this amazing business that um, helps couples finally stop fighting. I mean, I think she would say just as much that um, you know, there's just no silver bullet. It takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of intentionality. So. All that to say, um, you should be using uh, AI, but if chat GPT was your saving grace, you're in for a big, uh, oh, now bringing me more deeper into this conversation. I read a story about businesses that are now using AI to answer the phone for, um, customers. Now, this isn't very different from what we're used to. I mean, we've all called in on a phone line that, you know, if you need this, press one or press two, or if this is about your blank, press one or say yes. My favorite is when they're like, say yes. And you say yes. And then it's like, I'm sorry, I did not understand. And you're just like, oh my gosh. And then I've had those ones where I'm like, so annoyed that I'm like spamming zero, hoping it'll give me an operator. Um, and it's like, you know, I'm sorry, that wasn't one of the, you know, options. And you're just like, ah, well now taking a step further, some companies are using AI to make it seem like you're talking to a real human being, like where you wouldn't know it's AI. And this is a bit creepy. Um, not necessarily in a bad way. I don't necessarily see a problem with this in the sense of, I don't know if it's necessarily a bad thing that you think you're talking to a human, but you're not. Though when I say that out loud, it actually does sound pretty bad. Um, I think, I think my apprehension. I'm actually, I'm actually going to go back on what I just said. I think that is the problem, actually. It, it's as I was processing what I wanted to talk about today. However many shortcuts you're willing to embrace in your business will ultimately determine the satisfaction of your customers in engaging with your business. So if you're all about cheapest cost, um, you know, trying to cut as many corners as possible, your customers are going to have a much rougher experience than uh, someone would have with one of your competitors who's going to treat them better. So when I talk about AI, my caveat to this whole thing is this warning of be careful how much you embrace because if you go too far down the road of scalability, using technology, what have you, you are going to lose that human piece of what people resonate with, that human element. Like my, my friend Brian Sexton, who's published a book called People Buy From People, he talks, and he's an amazing salesperson. He's been a salesperson for 20 years. He's incredible. He talks about how people buy connection. When they connect with you, there is that's the first step to being for someone buying from you. And so my warning is, hey, as we go down the road of AI, don't be so obsessive about saving costs and route of ease and what have you that you lose the opportunity to connect with your customer. And I want to bring this all back to a thing that my friend Damon Burton, who runs SEO National, talked about. I read a post from him uh, a few weeks back. He was talking about AI. He's like, what should we think about AI? And he said, honestly, AI, AI allows you to do more of what you already do. And he said it much more eloquent than that. But I really resonated with this. And I think this is the answer. When we talk about AI tools for your business, are they bad? Are they good? It's neither. AI 
will simply help you do, it, it will help you be more of who you already are. So if you were someone who approached business from squeezing out the very next dollar from your customer, cheating them on the experience of what they could have in working with you, you're cutting corners, you're doing things that are in your best interest and not in your customer's best interest, then AI will be a tool that you will use incorrectly to the detriment of your buyer. And there, there will be answers there for you for how you can utilize it. I see answers. I mean, there are options there for how you can use it, but I don't think it's a great path to long-term success in your business. I think if you do business the right way, there are equally some pretty incredible ways that you can use AI um, to help your customer have the experience they deserve. And I don't know if this episode is like too vague or too um, not specific enough, like now go use these tools because I'm still experiencing and discovering this industry myself. Um, but I, th I think I think wherever you go with AI, it makes sense to embrace it, but to think about how does this complement the values of how I approach my business, the way I do business? How can these things complement the level of service and attention I want to give every customer already? And, you know, as long as you're doing business the right way, I think, I think some of these tools can be pretty incredible. So anyway, that's today's good advice, a quick episode on AI. Uh, if you have some tools yourself that, you know, maybe I'm, and I, here's the deal. I know I said that, like, I think you should use it. And then I like berated chat GPT for uh, 20 minutes. Um, send me your favorite tool. Email me Blake at goodadvicecoaching.com and send me, Hey, you know, this is what I've been using for my business. It's really great. Here's how I've been using it. Cause I, I genuinely want to spotlight these things. Like I genuinely want to give people, Hey, here are some AI tools you can use that are really freaking cool. I, I, I mean it when I say I want to be able to do that. So, um, you know, feel free to send me those things. And like I said, I'll spotlight it on the podcast. So anyway, that's today's good advice. Don't forget, you can support the podcast on our Patreon, patreon.com slash good advice. And if you want to advertise on the podcast, again, you can do that. Just email me, Blake at goodadvicecoaching.com. Hey, I appreciate you guys trusting me, listening to me, and continuing to follow me, continuing to follow me. And that's today's good advice. I'll catch you later. See ya.